0: Good evening. This is Wednesday night, February the 10th. I pray that you and your family are doing well on this wintry Wednesday night. I hope you're staying in and staying safe, but thank you for joining us for this time of devotion and prayer. Always enjoy the time that we can meet together, even if it is virtually for now, but thank you so much for watching. A little over a year ago, I issued a challenge to you that was presented to me by the North American Mission Board. They came out with a challenge and a campaign called, Who's Your One? And if you remember, I issued a challenge on a Sunday morning that we would all have at least one person that we would pray for, that we would witness to, that we would share with, and I hope and pray that you are still praying for that special someone or many special people that you're praying will come to know Christ but tonight I wanted to challenge you or to re-challenge you to continue this prayer to continue this witnessing to continue our uh, efforts in reaching our world with the love of Christ if there was ever a time for people to come to Christ it would be right now And I want to share with you some things that the mission board challenged me and and us to do to help us through this uh, Who's Your One campaign. First is that we must remember our purpose. Have you ever wondered what your purpose in life is? As a Christian, we have the purpose of knowing Christ and to make him known to others We think about what Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, when he said, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection so that I may share in his sufferings. Remember back in Philippians chapter 1, verse 21, Paul said, For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And then in verse 22, he said, if I am to go on living in the body, this means fruitful labor for me. So Paul understood that his purpose was to know Christ and to live for him, to have fruitful labor for him. And I pray that tonight, if you've been wondering what your purpose is in life, your purpose, my purpose is to know Christ and to make his name known to others. So that's the first step. But then secondly, we want to pray for opportunities. Maybe you've gone through your day or you've gone through your week and you've missed some opportunities where we could share the love of Christ. I think about what Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 5 verses 15 and 16 when he said be very careful then how you live not as unwise but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil so not only should we be careful how we live we should live wisely follow the wisdom of God and his word but we should make the most of every opportunity, the opportunity to share a passage that we shared a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday morning, 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2, when Paul wrote, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, encourage with great patience and careful instruction, but we are to be prepared to witness, to share our faith with those around us. I know it makes it more challenging right now with the pandemic. Maybe you're only going to the grocery store, or maybe occasionally you'll go to a department store or to the mall to shop. But you do have your phone. Everyone has their phone with them most of the time. We can call, we can text, we can email Many of you are on social media. You can be a witness even to folks during this pandemic. And this is a time when people are maybe thinking about the brevity of life and how we're here today and gone tomorrow. And so uh, don't miss these opportunities to share your faith and our faith with lost family members or lost friends. Let them know it's out of love that you're sharing but then next we must engage people what do I mean by that we must be intentional and maybe you're saying you know I just don't know what to say or or how to do it I've always shared whether you know scripture or not and I pray that you would memorize some passages that will help you in your relationship but also when you witness or share with others but know that the Holy Spirit gives us power to share. Remember in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, the Lord said, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So we have the Holy Spirit which comes and gives us power, and we pray That the Holy Spirit would prepare the hearts of those that we're going to be sharing with. But it's being intentional. I've shared through the last several years with our deacons. I've shared with you in sermons. Lee Rainwater, who's our recreation director, and I have shared about the Cross Center, how we can be more intentional in sharing. I'm so grateful that just yesterday Lee was here in my office and he was talking about how he had shared with a couple of young college students at the Cross Center, inviting them to church and, and offering to uh, take them to lunch and uh, to try to connect with them. I spoke with a young man just last week in the Cross Center, and he asked me some spiritual questions, and I shared scripture with him, and, and I hope that I can have another opportunity to share, but we must be intentional about engaging people about their faith and about eternity and not to be embarrassed or not to come across that I'm better than you or holier than thou, but it's out of genuine love and concern that we share. But also, we must build relationships, and uh, that's one of the greatest ways to witness and to evangelize is by building relationships. Unfortunately, we don't always have the extended opportunity to build relationships with some people. Maybe we have a brief encounter or we meet someone in passing, but if there are family members or friends that you know and that you can build relationship with them and and intentionally speak about Uh, Christ uh, topics or faith issues or a good way I've always shared with people is hey I'd like to invite you to church if you don't already have a church home and and in doing this you get the conversation started so engage people about Christ engage people about Jesus but know when we do this that there's some accountability on our part that if it's a coworker, if it's a family member, then they're going to be watching us to see if we're practicing what we preach, if we're just talking the talk or if we're actually walking the walk. So be careful that when you are sharing that you're modeling, even though we tell people I'm not perfect, we're not perfect, keep your eyes on Jesus, but it hurts our credibility and hurts our witness When we're saying one thing and then we're living differently. So whether it's in your own home or whether it's at your office or whether it's at the gym or at school or on your team, if we're sharing our faith, we want to be sure that our actions, our words, the way we treat people, that they all jive together, they all mesh and that they know we are authentic in our faith. Then also tonight, we must remain faithful. We must remain faithful. And what do I mean by that? Well, maybe God puts us in someone's life to plant a seed, and that's what we're called to do. Maybe he puts you in someone's path or in someone's life to water the seed. But whether it's planting or watering and encouraging, we know that God ultimately brings the harvest There's a passage of scripture out of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 when Paul wrote, begin with verse 6 I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. But I skipped over verse 7 says, So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. But we know that we are called to be laborers, co laborers with God in the field, that we are His witnesses and so tonight I pray that we would remain faithful maybe you say I've been praying for someone I've been inviting someone to church I've been sharing Christ with someone for years well remain faithful don't give up on that person because God is with us God's in control and he'll help us if we remain faithful I've shared with you that years ago I had the opportunity to have Dr. Wayne Oates as a professor at Southern Seminary before he retired. He's gone on to be with the Lord now, but he was like the father of pastoral care. And, and when he spoke, it was like E.F. Hutton. When he spoke, people stopped and listened, but he was so godly. And, and I remember him saying years ago, and he spoke with just a tenderness in his voice and again it was just when he would say good morning everyone would be writing down every word he said and i'm like he just said good morning but people would be writing down every word he said but he said so many times you know as as ministers we want to be successful and many times we gauge our success by people walking the aisle or how many people have joined the church or all the missions that are going on in the church or the way you're evangelizing, evangelizing rather. And and he said, but you simply need to ask this one question. Don't gauge your success on all these other things. But he said, ask this question. Have I been faithful? And he said, If you can answer, yes, you have been faithful, God will take care of people walking the aisle and people joining the church and mission opportunities or evangelism opportunities. But he said, if you have not been faithful, then how do you expect God to do a great work? And I've remembered that through the years. Ask yourself this question, have I been faithful And tonight, I want to ask you, have you been faithful to what God has called you to do? I think about what the Apostle Paul shared at the end of his life when he was in that cold Roman dungeon, when he was about to die for the cause of Christ. Paul said in that passage that's so familiar to many of us in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, he said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race I have kept the faith now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge will award to me on that day and not only to me but to all those who have longed for his appearing so we know that Paul remained faithful he fought the good fight and he finished the race and he kept the faith and maybe during this pandemic, you've been losing some of your faith and and you've been doubting that God is with you or that God cares. Or, or maybe you've been focused on yourself and you've lost focus on Him or focusing on how we can reach our lost family members or friends with the love of Christ. So I want to challenge you tonight as you go throughout the remainder of this week and And in the days and weeks to come with things not quite back to normal, I pray that you would look for opportunities to share Christ in whatever means it may be through your smartphone or through the internet or through emails or through social media or by making a phone call or or maybe you're actually uh, hanging out or working with some people in person. I challenge you to look for opportunities pray for opportunities who's your one who's the one you're praying for sharing with or maybe you're praying and sharing with multiple people which is great but let's continue this is a time when i think people are more open with the uncertainty of tomorrow and with the craziness of our world people are more receptive right now maybe they're thinking about the future they're thinking about eternity So let's don't miss this golden opportunity to share our faith, to share Christ with someone who's lost. And maybe you're watching tonight and you've never given your heart and life to Jesus Christ. Would you be willing right now to say, I realize I'm a sinner. And would you be willing to ask God to forgive you of your sin, to say, dear God, I confess that I'm a sinner Please forgive me of all my sin. Would you know tonight that God loves you? The Bible teaches us in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us or purify us from all unrighteousness. Know how much God loves you. John three sixteen: for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life and we know in Romans 10 uh, verses 9 and 10 if we confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead you will be saved for anyone and everyone it says in verse 13 of Romans 10 anyone and everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved would you call upon him tonight and he'll come into your heart and he'll save you and he'll give you the purpose of sharing your faith with others and whatever occupation or line of work you're in it can be a platform or maybe whatever uh, team you're on uh, or whatever club you're in god can use you as a powerful witness wherever you are and so uh I pray tonight that this would challenge you and inspire you, inspire us as we are His witnesses. And it's our goal to uh, fulfill that great commission when He said in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, All authority, He said, in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And this is key. Remember this last verse. And surely I am with you always, even until the end of the age. So we know he's with us. So don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Speak to people out of love and concern that we want as many people as possible to be in heaven one day and what a day that will be but right now I'm going to invite you to uh, go to the Lord in prayer with me we have so many people that are grieving right now so many losses we pray for Mary Campbell and the loss of one of our fine members Gladys Brumback. I asked that she would be in prayer for Mary and her family and Gladys was such a sweet, sweet, godly lady that we will definitely miss. Pray for Brandon Bruner, one of our young men in the church whose father passed away just yesterday. Pray for he and Natalie, for God's comfort to be with their family. Uh, Be in prayer for the Wiley family. One of our members, Pat Wiley, is is drawing uh, near to the end of her life, and I ask that you would pray for her husband, Gene, and their family. Uh, pray for so many others right now that are hurting and, and grieving and that need our prayers, and we have folks that are still getting over COVID. We have folks that are uh, going through treatments, um, folks that are recovering in rehabilitation uh, centers. This We have so many needs, and I know Many of you receive our prayer list uh, through email. Uh, You should have already received that sometime earlier, but please be in prayer for all these needs and many others I'm sure that we're not aware of and continue to pray for me and our staff in this church as we are doing our best to minister, continuing to minister to you. But at this time, would you join me in a time of prayer? God, we just thank you so much for your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. And thank you, Father, for your promise to be with us. And Lord, tonight we just uh, humble ourselves in your sight, trusting that you will lift us up. Father, we just pray that you would uh, know how much we love you. Thank you for the cross Thank you for the resurrection. Thank you for the hope that we have in Jesus. Lord, if there are folks watching tonight that have never made a profession of faith, they've never repented from their sin and invited you to come into their heart to be their Lord and Savior, may this be the night that someone may pray a simple prayer in their own words to say, Dear God, I confess that I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and save me. Thank you, God, for saving me. I love you, Jesus. Lord, if they could pray a simple prayer much like that and begin to live for Jesus, as Paul said, for to me to live is Christ. But one day when we die, it's for gain. But right now, if we are to go on living In the body, this means fruitful labor. And I can't think of a more fruitful labor than sharing Christ with lost family members and lost friends. So God, may we right now, if uh, we have stopped praying for that one, Lord, I pray that we would begin to pray for them again. Or maybe God, that person's come to Christ and we need to start praying for others. But God, may we be bold to witness to these folks And I pray that many would come to Christ. There would be a great harvest. We know, God, you ultimately bring the harvest. But may we be faithful to do what you've called us to do. Father, we just pray for families that are hurting. Lord, be with Mary Campbell and her family in the loss of Gladys. Be with Brandon and Natalie Bruner in the loss of Brandon's dad. Father, we pray for the Wiley family that... Your will would be done, and Father, when when it's time for Pat to pass from this world to her eternal reward, that it would be a smooth transition. Father, be with all the folks that continue to grieve in our church family and extended church family. Father, I pray that you would be with folks that are still recovering from COVID and with the side effects. That you would be with those in our church that are going through treatments for cancer. And Lord, that you would heal them, we pray in the strong name of Jesus and bless their families. Father, just continue to be with our country. Father, we need you more than ever. I pray that our country would come back to you. And Lord, that you would be with our leaders, be with the president and vice president, with our governor, with Our local leaders be with all the churches and ministers be with this church and our staff God give us godly wisdom as we want to keep in step with your spirit and father show us how to minister through this challenging time and and when God we can get back to more normal uh, services help us oh God and Lord I pray that um, folks would know God that I pray for them daily. We pray for them daily and their families. And Lord, we just pray that soon this virus would end and that there would be, uh, Father, the vaccines would be safe and there would not be reactions from it. And and Lord, that you're just going to continue to receive the glory and the honor. Uh, Father, for everything we do, may it be for your glory. May our purpose be to know you, and to make your name known to others. Father, I just pray tonight that you would keep people safe in this uh, bad weather and keep people safe as they travel, both today, tomorrow, and in the days to come. And Father, we just love you so much, and thank you for loving us and for being patient with us and forgiving us. And I just pray again, Lord, that you would bless everyone watching tonight, bless their families in every way, and continue to bless our children, our students, and teachers and administrators, keep them safe, as uh, many schools uh, have tried to go back in person, and some have already been in person, keep them safe, and uh, Father, we'll give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, in the strong name of Jesus, I pray amen. I want to thank you so much for worshiping with us tonight. I want to remind you that we still have spots available at 8 30 and 11 o'clock this Sunday. This Sunday, we are having communion, taking communion. If you have uh, the elements at your home and you're worshiping virtually, you might want to prepare them for Sunday. If you're coming here, we have the little individual communion cup and wafer that you can pick up as you enter into the church but I want to encourage you we have room available at both services if you've not yet tried to come back we understand want you to stay safe certainly if you're in that vulnerable age group or you have underlying health issues but for others of you Please know that we try to make it as normal as possible, and we've had some great in-person services. I'm grateful for our virtual services, but like I shared Sunday, it's not quite the same as being here in person, but we ask that you do what you feel the Lord leading you to do, but we'd sure love to see you back here in person and again. Our safety risk management team and our deacons do an outstanding job of trying to keep everyone safe. So that's something to think about, pray about. But again, thank you so much for worshiping with us. Tonight, we're closing with a special song that a quintet did uh, a few years ago. Uh, Gary and Mary Lynn White and Judy Tabor and Paulette McAlpin and Wayne Kuzik. Are going to be leading us in a beautiful song that they did uh, a while back but thank you for worshiping with us again remember how much God loves you and how much I and we love you hope to see you again soon God bless you He, he to heal. To heal and he came to hear to hear and show the lost ones his love.